Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pro Detailer Podcast. Today, we have yet another celebrity guest. Um, wow. And one I have been so looking forward to getting behind my microphone. Um, it is none other than PJ of Dodo Juice fame. Say hello, PJ. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to myself, and welcome to you, <laughs> my presence, which I am humbly here to be a part of. Well, that sounds good to me. I've always dreamed of feeling your presence. <laughs> I have. Now he looks uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, not really. We're good. We're good to go. Um, and of course, we have Aaron here. Hello. Um, and today we're going to talk about all sorts of exciting things. But top of the bill is going to be wax stock. Okay. Because I'm getting withdrawal symptoms right now. I can definitely uh, support that uh, message. Um, it has been far too long. It has. It was an awful shame that last year didn't happen. Or this year didn't happen, I should say. Um, obviously, the first year we all knew was probably not going to occur because it, you know, yeah, it, it was deep in lockdown it was territory. Extreme. Yeah, um, and coming out of that, where things were starting to brighten up, people were starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We thought um, optimism in the world. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. It was. It was kind of like you know, it, it it felt like potentially we could start to feel like the worst of it was going to be over soon and we were going to start building from there. Um, it was like a, a grenade had gone off and it's like when you wake up after a grenade's gone off and you see a severed leg next to you and it's that kind of that relief when you suddenly realise it's not your own severed leg. And I'm know. not sure that's the analogy that many people will have of okay. lockdown, but I'm very happy to hear that that's your analogy yeah. for lockdown. Yeah. I mean, I think in very many mistakes, uh, in many kind of, aspects that's kind of you know the same range of emotions yeah it is. um you know it's, but um but messy. coming into what would have been then a, a simply one year delay on wax stock uh we were left in a position where it was going to happen uh exactly four weeks after the what at that point was going to be the release of social distancing yeah. as the part of the, the lockdown process. Um, and you were still going to potentially have to be wearing masks, but they were going to, you know, they were going to allow people into uh, spaces as groups. Yeah. Um, and we sat down with Rico and we looked at what we could do and they handed us a white paper and uh, I don't think any of us wanted to. We all read that white paper. And it basically laid out the show in such a way that it had to conform to the rules prior to the lifting of the lockdown, which was just four weeks before our actual show. So you were planning in it. Case, and, yeah, it didn't in lift. In case that didn't lift. And the government at the same time had basically said that if they are going to delay, it won't be by one day. So if they go one day over the kind of the release date, it would be a minimum of one month. Yeah. And that meant that even one day delay on that hopeful opening up of social distancing if that got delayed, it would be four weeks. That that would make our show inside of that kind of Heavy. social distancing. Yeah. And that's where the problems for us really kind of culminated. Yeah. Because, um, and I'd really like to, you know, uh, kind of interject to myself. I'd like to thank, <laughs> I'd like to thank our sponsors who have literally, you know, hung with us. You know, they've, they've understood. I mean, you know, some of them are from out of the UK and, and outside of Europe even, and they want to be there at the show. If you're sponsoring it, you want to be there at the show. And I want to I want to thank them. But, you know, they also saw that it was going to be highly unlikely that they were going to be able to make it, that they were going to be able to come and experience the show and have, you know, be there, at, you know, when they were a sponsor. So in many respects, you know, I, you know, it's a big thanks, you know, from us at, at Waxdoc that they have stuck with us. And, you know, because we're going to make it blow up you know, next year. I mean, not, you know, not like in, in the wrong way, but not in, in a grenade in, in, way, in the yeah. completely correct way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so who, who are, who are the main, let's give them a shout out. Definitely. I'd like to, to thank the, the sponsors for staying with us. Um, you know, that goes for uh, clean and shiny for flex for the rag company for soft 99 and for honeycomb detailing who have basically throughout all of this um, have kind of stuck with us and um, understood the situation of the decisions that we made. Um, and, and, you know, veering kind of right back onto where I was in the story originally, it's kind of what happened is that we actually did get delayed on that 
opening up of the social mm. distancing. All so you proved all. right. And yeah. so it did get uh, it did get actually extended to beyond the date of when Waxlock would have been, which means that that show would have been the much more cut down version. I mean, we were talking about having to have two um, shifts three, of people. Well, yeah. yeah. First of all, yeah. I mean, that was a big one, but it was you know at least three meter walkways and yeah. a one way system, um, which meant you know in in a in a in a kind of a in a setting that Waxstock is, that kind of show that it is where, you, and we talked about it a little bit earlier today as well, you know, where so many people that don't often have the chance to see each other or know what each other are doing or catch up or be in the same place at the same time, that happens so much at Waxstock. That's mm. the kind of feedback that we get. And that was going to be impossible in a one-way system. Well, like you heard it around. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you, you could get to know kind of, the, the you know, maybe the, the people right in front of you and maybe the people right in front of that <laughs> again, and then maybe two, two rows back. But in essence, it wasn't going to be. And then at the same time, because of the maximum numbers that we were in there, and as you mentioned earlier... We were going to have to have a, a kind of a morning show yeah. and an afternoon show, um, you know, and, and, and unfortunately you wouldn't be able to go to both just so that we could let all those people who have already bought a ticket, um, you know, be able to, to see the show. Um, I mean, wax stock without heavy petting, it's not wax stock. No, I mean, petting. I think that's, that's completely an honest, uh, you know, contribution. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically dis- disappointment gave way to smugness and vindication on your No, I mean, here. I don't, the thing is, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you could, you could easily say that we were vindicated by making the choice, but I think, um, the, the difficulty of making the choice was the fact that there wasn't going to be anything in our minds that's that was going to take the place of wax stuff there there aren't many other forums i mean i you know i i don't know of any and 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 in kind of where i've been in this industry that that kind of interact the same way and to lose that at a time when so many people could have really gotten a lot back from being able to be in contact with other people you know a lot of people had been really closed in lockdown had affected people and you know any number of ways and it's Mm. been it was tough on everybody but you know like a lot of people could have really i think gotten a bit of um renewed strength you know they could have you know from having something like wax talk go ahead even if it was cut down i think people could have gotten something out of it but it just wouldn't be wax talk and and i don't think that they would have you know gotten what we want people to have the opportunity to experience when they come to Waxstock. And if it was their first Waxstock, it I, would have done. It would have been a real injustice to what Waxstock is. Yeah, so, I think so. I think so. Yeah. It, almost, it almost kind of builds out as a, if you like, neutral territory, where people can that there would normally be, if you like, rivals can all meet up and actually discuss the industry, discuss what's going on, find new products enjoy yeah. themselves but even meet each other i mean you know yeah. it's, it, it's it's kind of you know it's amazing how many people i will talk to at a wax stock and they'll say oh you know i've i've known about such and such and i've i've seen their products but i had no idea who was behind it and, mm. you know um we were at the bar uh, you know i didn't do it on purpose but we started talking and he, he's actually a, he's, he's a human he's, being he's, behind he's, this brand he's an What's going guy on? actually yeah. like you know like i'm you know he's, a he's not bed. just a bottle yeah, you know, it's kind of you know. It's a good test bed. Also, when you um, because the, the evening before the exhibitors and a couple of hangers on get to go down and have a nice dinner. Uh, we normally get a speech from yourself, uh, which is great. Yeah, and I don't know how that became uh, thing, became a thing. It did. It's great though. It's signposted now, so we can all sort of take precautions for the for the full <laughs> you know post wine PJ um, explosion that we get, and that's lovely. And then we're all ushered down into the casino, and we pretty much dominate the casino. There's still the odd sort of slightly desperate pensioner willing away the last of their pension, which is terribly tragic. Well, I mean, the thing is, we fill the hotel. Yeah. So, so the thing is, and and I think uh, it's an interesting thing to bring up because I because I think what you're talking about is that kind of mini Vegas feeling. That's how I yeah. kind of sum it up. And um, and I don't know anywhere else where we could do it like we can do it at Rico. That's and, true. And and that's a big shout out to Rico. I think you know, but it, I think it's such a great kind of venue for exactly the purpose that you're describing which Mm. is the kind of you arrive you get your room we go downstairs we you know you can come for setup and make sure that your stand is all done and you know have everything set up and then you go to back to your room and then you get ready then we have an evening where we have a, a meal and then we get ushered into the casino and then everybody's in the casino and everybody's mingling but it's been a long day yeah it's been we an all exciting smell. day. Everybody is in reasonably, I would say, kind of epic kind of anticipation of mm-hmm. the next day. Um, 
and everybody has had uh, a, a few kind of bevies. Just a um, yeah. And some more than others. Yeah, well, three baby shams and I'm done. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, and, um, and then people mingle in the casino and there is this kind of, um, you know, we've all kind of eaten together we've it's, all we've all gotten here we're all here for the same we thing we become tomorrow. brothers it's we like can, you we weren't can, there man we can, you weren't yeah, there we can, we can we can kind of we can we can be amongst each other and 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 have a chat and what's really interesting is that we all seem to have this passion for exactly the same thing yeah and that is the kind of you know the the detailing it's, of course. It's like a get together an open day when all the asylums just like give you a give you a free license day and you can go out and, and just sort of join join forces. I don't know. I've, what I was tempted to do was a quick five tips because I've, I've exhibited at every single wax. Please. Talk. So I was thinking five tips to a sort of successful uh, setup and exhibition experience. Okay. The first thing is um, listen to PJ and the team when you turn up in a vehicle because if you move and they they don't like it, there's much shouting and you need a banksman and just stuff like that. So listen and read the instructions before before you turn up because of the AM and PM sessions. Secondly, keep within the lines because particularly PJ, last time we crept outside the line by about, well, I measured it. It was three and a half millimetres and I, well, that's where I lost did my I left arm. Did I take that personally? I did. did uh, yeah, I, there did was I? there was much shouting. Um, I don't remember much of it. I, no. I seem very strict on the day, but it, it is autopilot. Well, for me, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's my, my, I think it's a self-preservation my brain. It just blocks out the trauma of it. So, so keep within the lines. Second thing is once you've done setup, unless you're early in the morning session, and there isn't, it's not really an early session, but the morning session, do not be tempted to nap. It is very tempting to go up to the hotel room. You've got everything sorted. You've got the oh, dinner ahead of you. Yeah, if you nap, it it never goes well. Okay, okay. The other thing, um, we're going to do six tips here. The other thing is, at the dinner, you're you're given your positions. So just when you get, you see the table plan, you see who else is on there. For God's sake, Google who the people are around you because there is nothing more awkward Ooh, than saying, oh, tip. so what do you do? That's I, a good tip. Yeah, I, I sat like next that. to the head designer at Rupes on like, the, I think the first or second one that we had at the Rico after Peterborough and I didn't know who he was and I felt very very silly for saying oh so what do you do um so there's there's an example of the other and one most people at the trade dinner are in the industry at some level yes yeah well apart, yeah apart from the waiting stuff everybody is I would imagine uh, yeah I mean you're, you know a, but in 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 a in a recognizable or, or in a not immediately recognizable yeah way is what I'm saying. Well, our industry is not full of pretty people, so most of us try and hide behind the camera. Um, and so sure. it's when when they come out there. I mean, obviously, present company accepted, uh, not you. And um, so you know, there's there's that element of it. Make sure you know who you're talking to. No, it's good. Yeah, and sure. and sort of careless talk can cost lives. I remember some some representative from larger companies um, brought in minor staff, and even one bought accounting staff who 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 drank quite a lot and revealed an awful lot of information to to a lot of people. So don't get so drunk that you end up screwing yourself. As I said. We we um we can't guarantee that there aren't drinks at this. Uh, oh no, we can guarantee that there are drinks, yes. which is quite important. Yeah. Um, and then uh, final tip is try, and it's much harder right now. You're probably sitting there listening to this, thinking, "Yeah, I could do that." But in this case, try to go to bed before two a.m. That is the golden period to go. Now you disappear a little bit earlier than hole. Well, in the last one, did I? I can't remember when, but but there, it's for me, it's a one or two way. Either yeah. you get to bed before two or you don't go to bed. See, I've never gone right the way through. I've, I've done that a, a, a few years. And the Jeez. thing is that it is, it is literally all about the 22 minute shower <laughs> um, at 5.35. It is that kind of, you d- walk directly kind of from from, from from the downstairs area into the shower, 22 minutes of hot water on the face, and then roll. Yeah. Um, you know, luckily, uh, you know, as as the organizer, I don't have to get into any kind of vehicle at all. That There um, is that. I've, I mean, I've lost staff in the morning. We had one, uh, someone turned up who, who had the key to our money box for doing the mag sales, turned up at 11.30 in the morning. Okay. And yes, we were we were all very angry. Um, so yeah, that, those are the top tips for surviving as an exhibitor of Waxstock is to obey the traffic signs. Don't extend your stand without express written permission from, from the Lord of, of PJ. Um, <laughs> careful what you're drink make sure you research who you're talking to and don't go to bed after 2 a.m but you know i and yeah i mean i think they're 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 really good tips but i think it, you know you kind of make it sound like it's very autocratic and, it's I, think like one of the, and I think i think one of the things about wax talk that is really um quite nice is that it is really 
quite laid back. I mean, yes. we, we want it to be as laid back as possible. Um, you know, obviously the success of the show has made that, um, you know, become more and more of a job to make yeah. it laid back as in, you know, you almost have to work harder to remain the same level of laid backedness. If that's even a word. Yeah. Um, well, you and- guys are like swans, you and John Hall, particularly with Dom, you can tell that he's very, he's he's he, he does the sort of the look that you know he's working hard but with you and, and john you can both maintain the complete steady calm um knowing that legs are, are absolutely pummeling underneath because you can't do anything about it and you know you just have to come up with the solutions and and i think you know we the three of us have garnered over the years a fair amount of experience in how to tackle things as they go yeah. and also rico are really wonderful they you know they are a great place to kind of have have your show and the management staff there and the 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 service that is kind of uh, part of the event venue is 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 very good and yeah. and that does take a lot of the you know, the, the major weights off of your shoulder. But it is about getting in there and, and getting it all done properly. And the hotel is nice. And the other big thing is from a, from a visitor point of view is parking is free still, which is Yes, so, I mean, it was point. one of the things that um, I think, because Dom and I have been doing shows for so long um, and uh, going to everything from kind of, you know, the field shows to the big kind of outdoor well, how shows much like is the tracks NEC? to, NEC is, don't to me, NEC. Yeah, to, that's big you know, money to, to park. Uh, the yeah. Excel Center down in London to Manchester, you know, it's like we've been to any number of shows over the years and the number of places kind of define themselves by a, like certain criteria. Like, mm. did you have to overpay for parking? Like, if you're going to the NEC, you know <laughs> that it doesn't matter what you pay to go to the show, the food and the parking is going to make that seem insignificant. And the worst thing is you get yeah. on a bus like you do at the airport and you close your eyes thinking, I'm going to wake up in Alicante. No, you're still in Birmingham. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, and, and, and so the, you know, it's always going to be this extra that you know is going to be there. And so one of the things that Wax Talk has done from the very first time um is that we pay for the parking yeah. so we, we we buy the parking lot out that allows everybody to come and to park at our show without having to pay for the parking um and i think the only time that we've had any issue with that at all was in i believe it was 2019 when we filled more parking lots than we had paid for uh-huh. um and then we had to send people to a parking lot just on the other side of the um uh the bridge yeah and we obviously that hadn't been contracted Mm. Um, so in the very beginning when people were being let in there they were being told potentially they might have to pay um now they didn't have to pay some people did we we refunded those people um but the but we did have some but basically rico was like look, we understand you had more people than you thought were going to come yeah. and you get a parking lot. You know, there was nobody in anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's nice so, but that was get. just a bit of confusion. So I think, you know, that is the only time that there's ever been any kind of a um, a bit of uh, a question of, of about the parking. But we always pay for the parking. We want people to be able to park and, and shop. Parking shop. No, I think that's I, I think that's a, a really key point. Certainly, it's a good one. Um, and really, as this kind of globally, we were chatting about this before, we think that Waxdoc detailing wise is probably the biggest show well yeah on detailing in the world yes i mean i you know and it's 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 an interesting statement because obviously i don't want to say it if i'm incorrect but what i would say is that if you look at it from a perspective of a show that is dedicated to the hobby enthusiast through to the professional the certified and the supported and kind of you know networked industry within detailing of cars wax stock is the biggest one that i've ever known or been to that is so specific on that now obviously mm. detailing comes into all other kinds of shows you're going to see yeah. detailing at you know any number of different kinds of shows but it's not the focal event and that's what you know and 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 i'd be happy to hear if there is a you know a detailing focus show that's bigger than wax stock so you can, then go, I can go there yeah. <laughs> yeah i'd love to go to it you know it's like because that that would be you know because i'm sure there's a lot that i could learn from that and there's a lot that they could probably learn from us yeah. Um, but I think that does come back to this this kind of concept of wax talk, which was that um, you know it was this idea of just kind of let's get as many detailing companies as we can together and let them all talk about the same kind of gear and 
let them have the show days that I think Dom and I felt we missed, okay? Mm -hmm. And we missed them because we'll go to a car show and there'll be 15,000, 30,000, 10,000 people at the show. Only a fraction of that will be interested in detailing. And only a fraction of those that are interested in detailing will be interested in discussing detailing on a day that they're actually at a car show. Yep. And so you, you, you would deal with big numbers. You know, the shows would be massive, but it's still, you, you are really only interesting to a fraction of a fraction of those people. And so inevitably you would get, you know, the impulse stoppers. Yeah. And, and albeit, I love when people come and are interested, but then you would also get the ones that are there simply just to kind of make a bit of fun or mm. they don't recognize that there's real, um, kind of importance in in kind of cleaning cars or whatever it is and so the day would be filled with the people that are interested the people that are customers the people that would be drawn into it and then ask some really good questions and try to be interested and and stuff like that and then you would have the kind of the people that didn't think that you had any place to be at a car show just because you make a couple of shampoos and stuff like that. And, and that's what wax talk was about because we wanted every person that walks by your stand to be somebody that is interested at yeah. least at foundation level in everything you're talking about yeah and like, this and this is just it so i regard it as a distilled car show so a car show of say as you say 30 40 000, distilled down into three or four thousand who are just the people and to be fair we have a similar thing with the magazine because there are lots of car magazines out there and some people who buy car magazines are into detailing of course but just like if only somebody's willing to pay the ticket price to go to wax stock to take the risk of going to coventry just to talk about detailing they're serious and it's the same deal with a mag is that if somebody's can pay you know, six, seven quid for, for a magazine on detailing, either they've made a terrible mistake in their life or or they're into detailing or probably a mixture of the two. So, I mean, that's that's the joy of it. It's, that, it's, the, um, it's the essence, if yeah. you like. And that's also why, you know, in the sea of faces that you see at Waxdark, you know, there'll be the, 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 you know, the degrees of separation should be much smaller yes. in that crowd. Like to almost anybody in there, you should really only be approximately one, maybe two degrees away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by a Facebook friend or a, another detailing professional or another company or another distributor yeah. or another shop or something. It, it, it's it's going to be It'll it's going to be familiar. minimal. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, you know, and I know, and there it is. Yeah, it's and kind it, of like it's like going to a family wedding. You can as, just slip into. Yeah. yeah, it's like a family wedding rather than just a wedding you found an invite on the floor to and turned up just for a wiggle. Exactly. But um, anyhow, so wax talk. Less 20, chance of incest though. Yes, yes. Yep, silver linings, silver linings. Um, So, Waxstock 2022, 5th of June, Rico Arena, Waxstock. It's a Sunday. It is Um, always a Sunday. Saturday on Saturday. Um, It's currently planned for basically doing what we have been doing as big and as, oh my God, we're back, as humanly possible. It is, and I think, you know, like you opened us on missing it and feeling that, you know, the withdrawal symptoms are sitting in. It's, it's there for us. We want this to kind of be as big as it could possibly get. And I have to say, you know, we are still getting inquiries, you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the trade stands are still being booked up. Um, people are really going for it. And again, you know, I want to thank our original sponsors for hanging with us and, you know, we're going to be you know, bigger and better. And it's going to be insane. Yeah. It's going to be great to see a lot of the old faces again. It really will. It really will. We're absolutely pumped for it. I'm, I'm hoping heavy petting will be allowed by then, so it should be fun too. Um, and what we're going to do now is take a little hiatus, and we'll be back, and we're going to be talking about Dodo Juice. We're going to be talking about the Dodo Juice Empire and all sorts of exciting things like that. I love it. Hey, just a note for our US listeners out there. Whilst we've always been able to send you over magazines from the UK, we now have a distributor in the United States for you. That's Detail Division. So go and check out their website at detaildivision.com. And we're back. Um, we have got the lovely PJ of Dodo Juice Foam with us today, and we've just been covering Waxstock, the best detailing show in the world. 
Well, no, best that is definitely best. subjective. We, that is definitely subjective. It's subjective, but I'm allowed an opinion. You are, you are absolutely. You know, and I, I support your opinion wholeheartedly. <laughs> Grand. Um, so, other big news that has been happening during all of this 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 uh, the stuff we've had. You have finally bought out the great Dodo Just rebrand. Yes. And first of all, can I just congratulate you on what a bloody brilliant job it was? Thank you, thank you. Can I also ask that next time for the team, by the way, next for the, uh, for the team for the whole, the whole team. team, for the whole yep, team. PJ, Mr. Skittles, Dom, exactly, Andy, um, Sarah, Andy, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, muscles, yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody's been involved. They've all all had a had a say in it. Could I uh, request that next time you do really cool fold labels, that you'd make them easier to photograph? Uh, okay, I'll take it under advisement. Take it under advisement because yeah. I had to use a CP you filter. Can actually, in fact, what I'll do is I will allow you to field that question with Dom. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that particular that's... question you may field with Dom. Ah, okay. I sense there's a backstory there, but we won't. Oh, no, we won't go no to backstory. <laughs> just, I've got not. a higher chance of survival. Fuck, really? No, but it's um, you know, but I think he, he, he will be the better person to to answer that particular question. Yeah. No, I was it was part and jest because I do have CP filters which have allowed me to get stuff, but I want to also congratulate on the details so if you have one of the new dodo juice rebranded bottles um you'll know what i'm talking about if you don't just go and buy one then you'll know what i'm talking about or the whole range or the whole range yeah yeah yeah. and the detail if you look closely at the label for example of the leather cleaner and you look into the little dodo in the middle mr skittles in there uh, you will see there is actually the texture of leather oh yeah and um, that's just one example. Almost every single bottle has everyone got, does. everyone every has something does. subtle in there. It's like looking through the looking glass in a way. Um, so that I think is really, really cool. Really difficult to capture, but it's, really cool. It's an interesting, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I think that's probably because um, a lot of the original kind of aesthetics and thematics of the Dodo Juice brand have been carried into the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just been made in a much more kind of relevant and trendy form. I would say that it's like looking at a Porsche 964 and then looking at the current 911. And you can see they're the same car, but yes. it's just come on by a whole set of generations. Now, a lot of manufacturers feel it feels like they're rebranding almost every other year to get attention. That's kind of like the 911. It's gone through so many different cycles. But yours is such a big leap. And what's interesting is when did um, when was the first sort of Dodo Juice logo released to the public? Because uh, that was all your work, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, the first logo I drew myself um, and that was became the logo for Dodo Juice in 2007. And I'd like to say that the paperwork went through in like early May, June, and we were already kind of uh, selling our first waxes in July of 2007. So it's over a dozen years that that kind of look has sustained, it's endured. Yes. And I mean, a lot of people didn't really get it. Um, you know, and uh, and I've been actually told by a few people, and I keep forgetting to do it, but I might actually do it one day. Um, there's the the original logo is actually two dodo heads. Okay. Which see, and so you didn't even know. I didn't even know, and I'm a dodo file. Oh, this is ridiculous. So so the thing is, is that oh, I mean, I actually have it here, but Andy. if you if you separate the dodo part, uh, that and you were to fill in as a, as a solid, that actually forms a dodo head with the beak closed gotcha. okay and if you do the other one it's a dodo head with the beak open so it's like one guy who doesn't talk as much or at least not as loudly and as vulgarly as the other one and a guy who's constantly got his mouth open are oh, you having a go at dom here <laughs> so so you can actually see it and that and the word and the letters are basically inside the two heads of dodo juice which is basically dom and myself yeah i didn't, I didn't um, know that. and that's where it all came from um, so that's the first and, time you see the duck and the rabbit in that abstract drawing. Yes, it? it is a bit like that. So, so yeah, I've been. So uh, the few people that have known about it said that not everybody knew it, but I couldn't imagine that people didn't understand it. But this is the other thing with me, and and it's, it's, well, it's why it's interesting. That, well, I understand it now. You've explained it, but without explaining, it's quite a, I, the best jokes <laughs> for me. For me, because it was a, it was many months to for me to kind of draw that the way that I wanted it. And um, did you use crayons? For me, it was absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. and finger paints and. All kinds. What flavor? Um, whatever was handy. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, the, the the logo was so intrinsically kind of 
form and function for me because I had made these two heads become a logo. Like it was, it was, it was a force of work to try to get those two things to combine Yeah, that I couldn't for a moment, imagine that anybody would look at it and not see the two dodo heads. <laughs> it was so clear to me that I never, we never, I never made a big deal out of it. And so we never did. And so some people have said, now I've said it here and I'll, I'll probably do an animation at some point so that people can see it very clearly. But yeah, no, the, the original kind of, um, labels and, and, and the way that it looked were specifically developed in order to go 180 degrees against the grain of the brands that were on the market in 2007. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the people that had any clout at all at that time were Zymo, it was Swiss Wax, it was Medwires, and it was Autoglue. Yeah. And they all have an, a very professional and intense and kind of formal yeah. kind of look. Quite austere. And, yeah. uh, you know, Clinical. and that, that was who yeah. was in the market. And, and so, you know, and the whole point of Dodo Juice was kind of, you know, wake up, go crazy, drink far too much caffeine, jump on the bed, you know, just nuts. Let's go color crazy. Let's go fragrance crazy. Let's just let the, you know, let's let the dogs out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like let, just go crazy. Oh, it was you, and 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 the thing is that that's why um, it had that kind of look and feel, and we carried that for a long time, and for a very long time, I think it was almost uh, standalone in its outrageousness. Yeah, um, you know, in the industry, and I think it led to then newer brands saying wow, you know, this injection of color, this injection of fun, this injection of kind of um, younger spirited, more vibrant, more kind of um, visual trendy. Yeah, yeah it, is, is really cool. And I think a lot of the newer brands cottoned on to it and said, we like, or we think it's pretty cool what Dodo Juice has done, but I reckon we can do it better. Yeah. And so they've had the benefit of being exactly. able to kind of make something and 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 go one step further. And then the, the guys after that have looked at them and they've said, oh, I quite like that, but could do this. And then the, we've allowed so many alternate branches now from there yeah. that Dodo Juice became, as it stood in its kind of originality, it became a little bit left behind because now it was kind of the, you know, it was the trunk rather than being part of the tree that you look at. Well, this is this is exactly the take I had on it. Before your rebrand, the thing is I felt that you kind of slipped between the stools slightly because you were still new and funky and, and a bit hippie in your design, which put off the old state, I want to have things square and straightforward and formal. I want to be able to read the logo. Yeah, but as you said, all these extra branches have formed so you were no longer the new kid on the block. You no. became the orthodoxy. Yeah. And that that was, a, the, you know, the, the the original role of you being the, the heresy, if you like, and, and now you're just kind of, you're part of the furniture. Yeah. So this rebrand has put you right back on the map and well, saying, hey, we was, can still do this, baby. Yeah. And that was, and that was, that was really the, um, that was the wish, you know, to, to really kind of uh, look at it and say, these are the parts that we really love about what dodo juice is and that for dom and i it's it's so close to our hearts that it's kind of very the 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 kind of ethos the 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 form and kind of overview of the company is very much just an extension of how we are together um and and so that part was never going to, that's like a foundation that you can't do anything with, but how you present it can be done slightly different. And so it was about trying to say, okay, let's, let's see if we can't give this a slightly more modern, more up-to-date, clearer, you know, more concise kind of representation Mm. of the same core values. But it's also using tech. Cause I remember I was in the product game back in 2010 onward sort of thing. And there, the idea of getting the cool foiled labels that you've got and all the other, and the packaging, the variation that was available. I mean, your first waxes were in very square round containers, but very squared off because- And glass. And glass. And because that's what was available. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, 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 and at the time, the, the reason we first went into glass was a, it's a very nice kind of display piece it mm-hmm. has heft it's you know when you had one of our glass pots which are now collector's items but you know if you, if you have one of those and you've held it in your hand it's like okay it's a th- thing this is a serious piece of something yeah. you know it's not just it's not just a wax i picked up at halford's Quite. or you know in another kind of auto store it is something 
little bit higher, more luxurious than that. And I hear that you and Dom spent literally years consuming marmalade in order to get all those jowls together and just with a spoon, like Winnie the Pooh, but I can, I can Norwegian neither, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that story. But what I do know is that buying quantities of um, plastic jars often meant that you had to start in much higher volumes than we were capable of, yeah. whereas glass jars, it was a lower volume to get in. Well, you got them off and the so WIs, didn't you? So. That was one of the things that was kind of a, a representative reason for why we went into the glass and the, we got them colored you know obviously when we first started dodo juice we actually invented color charging well, on waxing yeah um you know before us there was no one who was doing different tinted formulated waxes to give a subtle but marked enhancement on a range of color and that was color charging and, and that was actually checked. quite standardized yeah somebody somebody's actually used well it's been not just standardized but it's been um how do you call kind of capitalized on a lot more because in the olden days when you were putting those out it was like hey this is just give you a little it's that little bit extra and yes. there are color meters out there that's proven that it does actually you know adjust the tint of things but now they've gone extreme and they've taken hey this is an idea it's it's like you know it's it not quite a buzzword but you've seen it's like with the colored snow foams and stuff that they offer no real benefit that i can see having a colored snow foam but they realized how important color is and smell is and the sensory yeah. user experience and that's straight out the dodo playbook yeah and I, you know exactly as you say it's the dodo playbook because it has for me it has always been a case of if you're doing a job you will spend the time that it takes to do the job or less that's human nature that's my own opinion if the products or the technique or the satisfaction of the job outweigh any of those other circumstances, even by a little bit, as a human, you will take a little bit longer because you're you're getting something from it, okay? And the thing is that... It, it, it turns a chore into a hobby. Or, yeah, it can do, or it basically just doesn't make it so that you want to be as done, done as quickly as you can. <laughs> like and baby so making. If it smells, if it smells great, if it's got a nice color, if you're getting, you know, masses of bubbles, if it's really taking off the dirt with one glide, if the, you know, if the sponge or the the mitt is is simply slipping through the dirt and cleaning the car and you've got this nice smell and it's it's a nice kind of it, it, atmosphere, you will spend a little bit longer doing it. Mm -hmm. And this is the great thing about it. Well, it's like if, if you, you spend yeah. a little bit longer doing it, you will get a little bit better results. And you'll use more products. <clears throat> no, not necessarily. No, because because no, because not. It's not even a question of actually using more products. It's just a question of spending the time doing the job. You will take the time to go on the underside of your wing mirrors, yeah. not just go over the top. Why? Oh, because it's fine. I'm here. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. And that's the point. Your car gets that little bit better done. And, and the, I mean, the analogy I use there is that you know you've bought the right car if you always try to take the long route home. Yeah, of course. It's that same you, sort of if feeling. If you enjoy yeah. the drive. And and it's the same, you know, it's it's all about the ride. So oh, not so much now because you can't afford petrol. No, that's that's true. Or you can't get it. You can't get it. Yeah. And if you could you couldn't so, afford it. Not yeah. Or or you know, you can't use E ten. No. I can use E ten and I've got old cars. I mean, they won't last very long, but I can still They weren't gonna last very long anyway. Get, shut up. <laughs> um speaking of which uh Pete, you were terrified about running out diesel men stuck in the sticks i did offer in spare room um did you find diesel on your I, trip here? do you know what i actually last night um in preparation of it potentially being an issue this morning i gave myself a route that passed uh, three petrol stations okay. uh, to get back to mine and on the last one they did have diesel and i did go for the uh I don't know, should i even say it is it is it counted as hoarding i did actually yeah. fill my tank you filled but, oh, it was a, did, did you, fill, a did you fill the big today. ibc in the back of your truck as well <laughs> now that's, no, that's still got super unleaded that, that is that is the one thing i did not do no i i did fill the tank i mean obviously if there had been any rules at that station i would have abided by them well, well given the size of your truck is that going to be enough to get you even half the way back i actually used less than a half a tanker down here so oh okay that's yeah. impressive that's all relative to the size of the tank right? it, yeah, yeah true i, I mean that. It, it is it is a 90 liter tank oh same as me <laughs> high five for the 95 liter tanks <laughs> he fell so. for that <laughs> um cool so um we got we got distracted by diesel yeah. um in fact um one thing I really like to point out is we've just talked about branding and looks and kind of we haven't actually focused on the product. And the one thing when I'm talking to people and they bring up Dodo Juice, they often say, I've not used one product that I didn't like. Everything was good. And it's so you've actually, despite appearing 
brand led, you're actually product led. A lot of your products are, you know, Futurama. I mean, we could we could write a love story, the both of us on Futurama. The ode to Futurama. Yeah, and I'm afraid I, in the last magazine, I was a bit rude about Drynamo simply because your Futurama was so good. So. Uh, and you know, and but they are different, and that you know, hopefully that that goes to show that we're not simply putting the same product into different bottles and no. calling it a different name. No, because Drynamo is um, an orangey, yellowy colour and Futurama is blue. So. I mean, there is that too. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but, but one is actually supposed to be a drying aid and one is a protective spray. Which you can use as a drying aid. You can um, absolutely use Futurama as a drying aid, but it's, it's very concentrated in comparison. Yeah, what, so. but it's also cheaper. It's, but it doesn't have the same ingredients to help you as a drying aid to the level of what Drynamo does. This is the whole. Okay. This is the thing. So, like, and 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 this is exactly where you know I'm not sure how far and how deep the kind of dodo hole you'd like me to go down. Oh, um, oh. but being product led is exactly that. And and I think one of the things about the brand before the refresh was that we had such a large number of individual products it was brilliant um it, it, very specialized products stuff that basically has not made the cut and the new refresh dodo juice brand is much more concise it's much more kind of um cut down from mm-hmm. what it was to what is being used and being understand or being understood how to be used and is being used correctly and is being bought because we had a number of products that were very unique which didn't make the cut and they didn't make the cut because they simply were not selling to the degree that we had hoped for. Like, Ferrolube comes to mind with for that. For example, I mean Ferrolube is a great example. I mean the thing is that it's it's such an incredible product actually mm-hmm. and, and and it you know when when that first when when we got the first prototypes of that in and you just and you know by circumstance it just happened to be that we tested it on a white car it's spectacular mm-hmm. it is literally like you are dissolving iron while you are lubricating the clay that is picking up the particulate from that and everything else in your paint all in one fast, swift maneuver. And that's the sad thing, though. Yet that hasn't made the cut. I mean, no. you had the other one. So uh, your QD uh, Basics of Bling, the green one, that yes. has now been renamed to... Quick Detailer. Quick Detailer. Yes. Um, that was absolutely brilliant. And then you had Red Mist, and you had a Red Mist Tropical for use in high yeah. temperatures. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Quick Detailer... Sorry, I, I didn't know you wanted to... It, but it's a Quick Detailer, but it's Mint Condition. Mint Condition is a new one. The, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I was searching. Um, but it is our Quick Detailer. Yeah, sorry. Basics of Bling. But yeah. Red Mist is a protective... Um, Spray yeah. yeah. Now it's based on the older polymer technology. Now I'm going to come back to why I think that's great. But um, we had Red Mist and Red Mist Tropical. Now Red Mist was basically made and formulated for, I would say, kind of European um, weather. And that means that when you sprayed it, even on a hot day, there would still be product that made it to the car. Mm-hmm. What happened was um, one of our uh, biggest redistributors in Australia was selling quite a bit of it. And it would go out to people in Australia who on a hot day on a black car would literally pull the, str- pull the trigger and no product would hit the paint. <laughs> it, it literally would just dissipate and evaporate in the air between the, the trigger and the, the paint. And so uh, we had to come up with, we had to revise the formula in order to make what we call a slower evaporating mm-hmm. formulation of the same polymer sealant that gets carried. Now, it did mean that it did slightly change because it's not so easy to just go, okay. You can't just add water. Well, yeah. Well, this is an alcohol based product, so you couldn't add water anyway. Um, But um, you know, the thing is that it was, it was so that it needed to be reformulated and it did change it slightly. So we had a lot of people who really liked red mist and a lot of people who really liked red mist tropical, but it simply wasn't, there simply wasn't room for both of them in a refresh brand. And so um, an almost middle of the lane, Red Mist is the one that is now in the refresh brand. Which mm-hmm. is, so I'm glad you brought it up because actually it's not quite the same as Red Mist was, but it's not the same as Red Mist Tropical. Yeah. So it's it's kind of come down a little bit so that it can be used kind of more global. It's more flexible. Um, yeah. But what's really cool about Red Mist, and this is what I really love, is that it comes from 
I would say, a 15-year-old technology of polymer sealant, which companies nowadays would never even look at because it's not even on their it's not even on the radar nobody wants to use it it's old tech you mean it nobody, doesn't it doesn't it, have sio2 exactly, and graphene in it exactly yeah. so it's not it's, it's not on anybody's radar and yet it has this amazing finish okay because mm-hmm. it is thicker than what a new modern day sealant would coat mm-hmm. onto paint and yet it's not uh, natural wax yeah okay so you no know, because the, it's literally in between so you're getting a spray technology that is an older kind of detailing protective technology but it's thicker and so it's only going to last three to four weeks but the thickness that you get mm. increases the depth increases the glossiness and gives you an aesthetic which i feel is at least as good as subjectively mm-hmm. and and can be often what many detailers are looking for especially on the kind of warm to darker colors yeah because it just it gives an aesthetic that just cannot be reproduced with some of the newer stuff no matter how much that will outlast mm-hmm. and you know it will have a crispier shine and you know all these kind of things absolutely many attributes that have to go with the more modern technologies of polymer of non-polymer sealants um but it just has a really nice effect which cannot be kind of easily not brushed aside yeah, it's good to know that i didn't so, see i didn't and the nice thing is with a lot of the dodo products there is a backstory to the development in fact i imagine with all of the dodo products certainly all of the dodo names and so to actually get you know you've got the there's the that facebook forum dodo juice world for yes. example and you get so many people who are so deeply entrenched not just in the products but in the kind of in the world of it if you like and this is kind of this leads on to the next section which is a, a, an interesting one but it's about dodo juice kind of fostering fostering the enthusiast particularly detailing industry in the uk over the last 15 years and 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 worldwide but particularly in the uk because not only were you the first on the block as a kind of fun enthusiast brand but also you have your white label system so that you support other uh, innovators should we say and people who want to make their own wax and stuff independent and, wax label yeah and i like to say it like i'm 50 cent <laughs> independent wax label y'all <laughs> he's so cool isn't he yeah, i just yeah. wish i had a uh, 50 cent um, button, yeah. button on here. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Button. No. Did you, uh, uh, did you uh, please press the 50p button for <laughs> me, sir? I've still got the moose on here from uh, from Cavs podcast. Oh well, that's yeah. that's that's probably something for later. Yeah. Um, so um, and and really, it's really more of a kind of adoration of it. Really, how you have come because you've also got Crankalicious, which is yeah. such a cool bicycle brand for yeah. people who are. Healthy. And I don't know. So I and I always get this wrong, and Dom is always the one to correct me. And, okay. and clearly, from my physique. I'm not the guy who's out on a 10 speed doing Ironmans. Um, but do you, is it bicycle, push bike, or bike? I, I'm I, bike. Bike, but then you get but people that, in leather saying bike, which is a motorbike. I, I mean, I, I call, um, so we have a, yeah, a colleague. I, I say I call, bike because it really irritates them as well. Well, exactly. I go oh, to okay, motorcyclists. So on purpose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If okay, you go to I'm a asking like I'm, a legitimate I'm, question to I'm try to be useful. Irritating. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that works too. No, if you go to a motorcyclist, <laughs> I always call it a motorbicyclist because A, it's a bit of a mouthful and B, they, there's just a little twinge of irritation. And most of the people around me who are motorbicyclists, yes. um, you know, they're used to it. They're, they're immune to it. But yeah. when you hit a new person, it's, it's a good way of finding out if they've got a temper or not. Okay. And right. how violent they are. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's that kind of, it's the, the bicycle push bike slash bike. Um, yeah, it's, it's the manual labor one. For the, the, the pedal version. Yes. Yeah, the analogs. The analogs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that'll yeah, work. Kind of that'll works. Work, I guess. Ish. Combustion yeah. analog engine two is still wheels. Tech- Combustion yeah. engine is technically still analog. It, exactly. Uh, but, Particularly but, if it's on carbs. Yeah. The dual anyway. unicyclists. Yeah. No. Well, I, I'm now. pretty sure we no, can go pretty straight deep back, on back that to the circus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no, but it, it, the thing is, as you said, I mean, the thing is, the Crankalicious was definitely, um, you know, uh, a response to the fact that we have been formulating cleaning products for uh, vehicles, um, you know, for, you know, almost, you know, just short of kind of 13 years. Um, and it was possible for us to see that there's a lot of parts that are similar 
but also there's a lot of things that you don't need um, in in the in in the kind of bicycle range that you would need in mm. the car range, and a lot of things in the car range you don't wouldn't and don't and wouldn't use in a bicycle. Less range. glass cleaner on a bicycle, for, for example. example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also you want you want chain loops. You want specific you, you know do. chain grease degreasers. Oh, um, stop it. You know, yeah, <laughs> crankshaft cleaners. <laughs> oh, um, you know these are things that you know, and and it was clear that there was a, a way for us to to not kind of look too far out of our expertise zone yeah. and say we can formulate some products that work really well for this as well. I mean, did you bring in a lube man specifically for, for, for uh, your anti abrasives? Absolutely, yeah. Let's just you say got, we did. We br- say we did. brought in a specialist. What was his name? Uh, Wilson. Wilson, cool. That works for me. Yeah. Um, he so- wore a, f- a ball. <laughs> On his head, yeah, <laughs> painted with some eyes. Well, before PJ and I go down a hole that, frankly, we'd be, we'd be judged by the collective. Um, we've got that. Obviously, you've Early got... Squid Games. <laughs> you've got the Starnagloss, don't. You'll make me go. Um, we've got Starnagloss, uh, you've got Crankalicious, you've got your white labels. And and what I see it really is, is the Dodo, not as Dodo Empire, but as in Dodo supporting lots of different aspects of the... Family. Kind of, the family, the vehicle appearance. Well, the, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's true, but I think also... A lot of these came from a not having a um, a kind of a, a a book that tells you how you're supposed to do this correctly. Yeah. So I think Dom and I um, got into Dodo Juice and we started building Dodo Juice and it kind of had its own look and it, it, it got its own feel, its own kind of um, foundation, as we were talking about earlier. Um, and not everything that we could formulate not everything that we could come up with would fit naturally in that format yeah. and so we would say okay what kind of a format would that fit into and so um you know another brand which unfortunately didn't make the cut was basics and bling mm. um which was a brand that we we tried where we realized earlier that dodo juice was becoming too expansive for the enthusiast there was literally four shampoos mm-hmm. it's like well which one do i go for well you know, all of them, like, obviously well yeah I, you know but there is a time and a need we think within reason for each of them yeah but unless you're in it and you're clued up and you're really after a specific kind of an answer to or a solution to a set of variables that you want to solve then it becomes any of them yeah um and so the idea there was you know let's make a brand that's much more simplistic it has one shampoo it has one quick detail it has one protection it has one um polish it has one you know just one of each and that was basic sibling yeah and that was the whole purpose of it and you know and the names again people didn't quite grasp onto the names as much as we would want them to and they didn't always know what the products were for and so basic sibling was like just the logo and then what it is this yep. is shampoo this is polish and at the other side of the range of course you had supernatural which, which is was, your luxury yeah and that kind was of kind of cool and that was almost like looking back and saying okay clearly the reason why many of those earlier brands were still around with their very professional look and their very kind of luxury kind of appeal mm. was that there was a market for that and so and we didn't think that dodo juice could be made to look like that were you in a string fellows when you came up with that idea though not as far as i'm aware okay just checking um always presumed uh but it's so and and supernatural was really great because also it allowed us to um put the newer technologies so in in supernatural we were able to put the ceramic coatings Mm -hmm. we were able to put hybrid nano wax hybrid nano wax we were able to put in all of the new and more kind of today's technology when it comes to protection and durability and coating that went into supernatural because it didn't fit as easily into the dodo juice range it was the s class of dodo juice it's where you had all the first tech would come in and then eventually it would filter down yes and then and and that's very much what dodo juice refresh is about because now dodo refresh goes from the kind of substantially natural to into the synthetics um but not really past into the synthetics like you know the ceramics still are not inside of the dodo juice brand yeah um because that we feel is 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 going a little bit too far off of the foundation of what dodo juice is so supernatural was really great for that and and also it allowed us to push out the boat r&d yeah um because you could 
you, you know, to create something new often requires a lot of, um, you know, very specific briefing or the introduction of a new kind of ingredient or, you know, uh, a change in the way that things are made or that they're constructed or so on and so forth. And that would always be much safer to put into um, a brand that represented that kind of l newer level of technology rather than have it go completely untested uh, into the Dodo Juice brand mm -hmm. in case it didn't take off as much as we had hoped. And so it's almost a little bit like we could come up with that more expensive technology to formulate, to test, to, you know, to get the ingredients, to test them, to know how they work and so on and so forth. And then we could ask for a little bit more of a, a price on that product in the supernatural range because of its kind of aesthetics and its luxury. And that would allow us to continue that research and development, yeah. which, as you said, then also filtered back into all of the other brands as well. Yeah. So it's that exact, and that's if that continues the S class analogy pretty well. Yes. Yeah. So um Peach, we are going to hit you with ten quick fire questions. Which I've got on my desk there. So I've just pointed in and he's gonna bring them back to you. So these are quick fire. So both you and I are verbose at the best of times. So we're gonna be quick. So we're gonna be quick. Buy milk. <laughs> oh, no, shopping. That's my shopping list. I want to go. say, though, I did bring you guys a lanyard. Oh, thank you. We've oh. been bribed. So, uh, awesome. I, well, it's a very cool lanyard as well. I like it. I like it, too. That's good. Right. Okay, so, Peach, these are quick questions. Say so the first thing that comes into your head as long as it's not, you know. Marshmallow. Okay. Um, what is your current car? I have a Ford Ranger uh, with a... Lift kit. It does have a lift kit. It has a wild track kit on it, but is not the wild track edition. Uh, the 2015 Ford Ranger. So around here, everybody's a farmer, and he still had the biggest truck in the car park. It's hilarious. It's, it's, I do. I do like my big wheels. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's um, not not making up for anything. Um, number two. What was the first car you ever detailed? The car you got down and clean with. I'm wondering if the first car that I actually would consider a detail, not just me trying to learn the ropes on how to wash a car, yeah. was probably, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it was a Porsche Boxster, an orange Porsche, Porsche Boxster at Silverstone. Okay, I what think, sort of year? Uh, 2007, I think it was in the very first year. I had kind of gone through the intensive, Dom will bring you up to date on <laughs> what he knows about detailing. The rest you will learn online, and and then we'll kind of get at it, because we need to look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> I know that um, feeling. At some um, point, I'm going to do and, some of that. And so there are some pictures of me hunched over triple um, next to an orange Boxster at Silverstone, <laughs> and I think that is the one that I can confidently say was my first attempt at detailing but i wouldn't say it's my best detailing job so let's, no, let's, no, 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 let, no. let me say that right now let me <laughs> let me unequivocally say that it might not have been the best job anybody's ever seen orange boxer that's got dom all over it was it his car no it wasn't actually it okay. was it, but it was somebody who had brought um it was a friend of dom's who had brought the car so that we could show off um orange crush uh, okay. which was one of the first waxes that we made I remember. Um, I remember. so it was it was literally in anticipation of that cool uh what is your dream car money no object it's a very good question um I it's think, quite a simple question to be fair i, I mean, think one of the easiest a, ones to come up with i think my dream car would be a uh bentley baja truck oh okay so a car that doesn't even exist yeah. So like the Bentley, for example. I mean, it can't be as heavy as a Bentley, clearly, for obvious reasons. Well, what about Clarkson but, took a, a Continental 4x4 around Sri Lanka or somewhere? Yeah, no, but I, would, I, I, what, I, what I want is yeah. I want the aesthetics and the, the seating and the pomposity of mm -hmm. that kind of Bentley on top, but made so that it will sit and function on top of a completely wild Baja truck. That's um, so that, you know, it, cause for me, yeah, absolutely. Everybody wants a sports car. They can go, you know, 250, 260, well, 270 miles an hour. But cars. the reality is that if we're going to go on a race and if you're not on a motorway, if I'm, if I'm in a Baja truck, I can do about 150 on any surface. surface. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's for me, it's it's the zombie apocalypse alternative required. No, I like that. That's if the zombies can run really quickly. You, you, that's, or even if they can, I can go over them. 
Oh yeah, no, but, I mean, we both got trucks. Oh, to they're do not that. following me. I'm, I'm pursuing them. <laughs> you, <laughs> you've misunderstood. It. You become it's, a hunter. It's, it's 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 total predator games. <laughs> oh, I see. No, I, I definitely. Yeah, you've got the Jurassic Park fold outdoors with the uh, with the machine gun. The whole thing, instead, you know, they, yeah. and, and the Lord of the Ring um, chain between the tusks on the olifants. Yes, yeah. that will just drop down on wide bar in front. That's pretty you cool. Know, and then you literally uh, yeah. put a lot of thought into this. It's, yeah, it's, you know, not sure zombies were really the target. No, no. D- does your car have more than one seat? Because, I mean, I've got Boris no, the Outback, yeah, no, but he's no. not an attack yeah, vehicle. Yeah, yeah, no, he's absolutely. more like a runaway and hide no, vehicle. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. take the whole crew. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be yeah, good. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, after another great answer, um, question four is, how many buckets? Always, always a minimum of two. A minimum of two. And okay, that, and uh, if you know... Is there a maximum? If I don't think there is. It, you know, uh, I don't think there is. I mean, obviously, it gets ludicrous. Mm-hmm. There's um, comedy effects. But, but yeah, then well, again, but then, but then again that's, that's totally acceptable, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take it to that level, you want to do one bucket per wheel, you want to do one bucket per side of the car, you know, yeah. fill your boots or fill your buckets in yeah, this hey, case. Hey, hey. Um, but the thing is, I think two buckets really makes a difference. I, I think, it, you know, put the bucket baskets in, you know, get it sorted, and try to wash with the minimal amount of regenerating swirls or defects in your paint. And that is done, in my opinion, with a minimum of two buckets. I would, if they are particularly bad wheels, or if I'm gonna do a lot of work on the wheels with you know, a Captain Crevice or some kind of a wheel mitt or wheel brush, then yes, I would do a different bucket for that simply because the, the type of dirt and, yeah, and grease contamination and, you don't and all want kinds to of oil, stuff like that, that can be in tires. You really just don't want to ever start putting, even if it's just a floating a bit, you know, back onto the vehicle. I've never um, heard them called bucket baskets before. I like that. It's only because there's a lot of brands. Yeah, it's no, my that's personal, yeah. It's my personal little thing. I like to yeah. call it bucket well, I'm baskets. I'm sealing it, sorry. Well, yeah, no, that's that. good. Um, speaking <laughs> of, of, of fun things, um, do you, in your new refresh range, could you still sell me a nut plug? And I, d- no. Damn. I. You've... you've You've got rid of my nut plugs. I think we have some. Can you at least get the refills? I've got, okay, I'm going to have to steal some. I've got five lug holes out there that need the attention of a good nut plug. I will call after this and I will make sure if we have any left to keep them aside for you. That would be kind. That would be kind. Uh, If any uh, listener thinks that we're being lewd and indecent, yes, yes, we are. But uh, it's under the premise. Oh, it's a real 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were were designed in order to kind of very neatly cup each of the bolts on your wheel and wash them very nicely. Yeah, I use a scoop, so we have lug nuts. Okay. So it is literally a a nut plug for my nuts. Um, Okay, so rapidly, ceramic or wax? I know the answer to this. Uh, To its purpose. Always to its Uh, purpose. No, but the thing is, I would never, I would literally never advise one over the other in the wrong instance. And so, therefore, you cannot say that one is better than the other. But if it was just for me on a vehicle that I was using as a bit of something and I wanted to show it off. If you were pleasuring yourself in your truck, what would you It's a wax, of course. It's a wax. wax. Let's face it. Uh, Ferrari or Porsche? Now, see, the, my issue with that is if you had asked me Lamborghini, I could have said tractor. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, if I'd asked you the meaning of life, you could change the subject. Do, yeah, but, do, uh, yes, actually, it's Porsche because tractor. Okay, Porsche because tractor. Yeah, because That's in fact, answer, uh, even, yeah. even, even on our Instagram, if... If, it, if, if, if a listener goes right now onto our Instagram, there is a highlighted special vehicles um, tag on our Instagram account, and that is actually a Porsche tractor, and it is phenomenally mm-hmm. red. I mean, phenomenally. Okay. I okay. didn't say that correctly. Ph- ph- phenomenally. Phenomenal. It's a phenomenon. I always go back to the Vauxhall Vector advert, but that's that's old school. Who was that? Griff Reese Jones, wasn't he? Who did that? It's a phenomenon. Uh, anyway, never mind. Uh, Subaru or Mitsubishi? Easy question. Um... Easy question. Oh, you dirty transverse. All right, let's go Scooby then. Good. Saved a bit of violence. Uh, Flex or repairs? Oh, it's a tricky question for you because I suppose you do. You you, uh, produce some machines. I I have to be honest um, and say that not due to the machines themselves, but personal bias, Flex. Ah. Ah, yeah. yes. And the other will know. <laughs> <laughs> All understood. What would be your dream car to detail? A solid box. <laughs> um, uh, ooh, to, to detail. What would you like to get your hands on with, with your, your little thumb mitt and give it a um, wiggle? 
Would it, I think, be, would I it think, be a you know Lamborghini what? tractor? No, I actually do think that to, to, to actually, you know, to have like a, a two week slot yeah. and be like, you know, you can go to town on this, make this as good as you can, you know, bring out as many features as you can and really mm-hmm. get that spick and span. Concord. I think something like Eleanor would probably mm-hmm. be yeah, the way I would cool. go. Uh, something American muscle, for sure. It's, uh, the new refresh, yes, it does have the metal polish, doesn't it? We, we do, yes. Yeah, Motley good. blue. Motley blue, plenty yes, of good Not stuff. to be left in a room full of cocaine on its own, because <laughs> uh, it will come out with an album. <laughs> um, so, final question, and I don't know, I think you're going to be the first person to answer differently from everybody else. Uh, Sunday Drive or Sunday Detail? Oh, this is awkward. Uh, damn. Yeah, we'll, we'll, let, we'll edit the pauses out so it sounds lightning uh, fast. I wasn't, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. I think, um, I think probably Sunday Drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I, you, actually, you've, I you've, do think Sunday Drive. I think maybe you sheep I would have detailed on a Sunday. But it's now but, work. But, but, but now it's become one of those things where um, I, I feel like I do, I, I do some of that now. So it, yeah. I, can, I can go for the drive. Yeah, no, I agree. Otherwise, it just feels like kind of so. Plus, what do you do on your day off? Right, do I that. love Gimli. Gimli's amazing. Gimli's your 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 yeah. penis. Sorry, your that's four, correct. Yeah, that is, <laughs> it's, a, it's a small hairy dwarf, <laughs> yeah. but uh, very fierce. Very fierce. You know, even even the females of the species have been known to have beards. <laughs> So, well, on that note, I just want to say thank you so much for venturing all the way to Westshire. You've risked, you know, being being stranded on the M4 due to fuel shortage. You've you've risked West Country food and you've risked everything to come over here. Well, I, it's really been a pleasure. That. It has absolutely been a pleasure. And I, um, you know, I enjoy uh, being able to answer some uh, questions, even though... You got some there that I had to actually give some positive thinking behind. So, well, you had to bloody I'm Google. I'm gonna have to them. up my game. <laughs> I'm gonna have to up my game next time. Yeah, that was, you know, that was unfortunate. Um, well, we have also received, and we, we've got to be a bit stum, uh, but we've received some exciting new products from both Dodo and from Sonogloss, and we are going to be able to touch them. We can photograph them. We can play with them, and you can't because they haven't been released yet. However, what you can do is subscribe to Protein Taylor Magazine and read all about it in December or so when we bring out issue 14 of the magazine. And then in the new year, because it'll be so flush then, uh, you can put whatever you have remaining uh, into an order on dodojuice.com and, and, and it'll be worth it. Uh, it'll be worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll have fun. And, and you know, each it's thing psychedelic. is individually wrapped and touched by PJ probably. So um, I cannot confirm that. Or, or deny that. But just do a DNA no, scan. I you'll find confirm. something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, I think that'll be grand. So um, as I say, thank you very much for coming. No, thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's goodbye from me. Bye from me. And it is uh, hasta la vista. Keep living la vida dodo from PJ. He's so cool. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I just wanted to remind you that we have updated the Pro Detailer Mega Pack. It now includes issues 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13, along with the Wax Talk Show Guides back from 2018 and 2019, bit of memorabilia. And you also get a couple of air fresheners. It's $44.99, including UK postage, and we can also ship it abroad. Grab it now for the full back catalogue and save £14. <laughs>